everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Worry, It's Confidential. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just yawned into the mic because it's Monday. I'm back to recording this on Monday this week because, you know, I'm being I'm being responsible. I have a busy week of clients ahead and I don't see clients on Monday. So I was editing all day and now I am recording this intro. I hope everybody's doing wonderful. I am doing pretty well. It's very gloomy. I always talk about the weather like it matters. You guys listen to this four days later than I record it. But you know, I'm just gonna tell you anyways, it's very gloomy out. And so my energy has been very low today, but not in a bad low. I've had a good couple of weeks. I have spent a lot of time with friends, which is always a win in my books. I got to see live music twice in the past two weeks, which is insane considering before that I literally hadn't seen any at all in like two years. I think that was the first concert I went to. Yeah. And it was amazing. Both concerts I went to were great. I saw Jungle and then I saw uh, Feist. Yeah. Feist, a name you haven't heard in a while, but she is recording a new album and did this like special show that was 200 people. And I went with my mom, which was really nice. And we were sitting like very close to her. It was like a backstage concert. Very cool. Very beautiful. So thanks mom for taking me. (laughs) And what else? I was just looking at my background of my computer and it is a collage I made at the beginning of this year, beginning of 2021. And it was all the things that I wanted from my 2021 year. And a lot of them are coming alive. A lot of them have come alive. And then a lot of other ones are in the works and I'm pumped about it. So we're manifesting, friends. So here's a tip for me. Make yourself a collage and make it your computer background because then you're looking at it every day and you work really hard at it and then it comes true. Easy as pie. <laughs> I'm really pumped for this episode. This is a big guess for me. You'll hear all about her, but I hadn't seen her in so long, so recording this was so, so nice. It was just so nice to catch up, good to laugh, good to chat about this topic, a topic that I really feel is close to my heart, fitness, working out, body image, healthy lifestyles, how it contributes to your mental health, how important your mindset is in all of this, and yeah, like just talking about the different parts of her journey was really inspiring, so we touch on so many awesome aspects of just like the benefits of fitness, how fitness has changed her life and things like confidence and motivation. I also feel like the way that she speaks about fitness is super relatable and has helped me so much since recording this podcast. For example, she mentions like the way that you're talking to yourself while you're working out. It's so it's so important. Like if you're doing a push up and you're telling yourself like you can't do this, you probably won't be able to do this. But if you change your mindset, if you change the way that you talk to yourself, it's going to change the way that you work out, the way that you view yourself in general. So I really appreciated that. And we also talk about how fitness is such a lifestyle and not a quick fix goal oriented thing. And that to me is so helpful because sometimes it can feel like, okay, I have to push myself really, really, really hard for the next couple of weeks 
or whatever event or whatever it is. And then when you have weeks that you're just off, you feel guilty about it. But if you kind of see it as a lifestyle, you see it as like, okay, some weeks I'm going to want to work out four times a week. Some weeks I might just want to walk every day or whatever it is. That's It just feels way less intense and way less heavy. And I think that's a really nice mentality to have when it comes to fitness. So thank you to my guest for providing that inspiration. It's already touched my life, so I'm sure it'll touch yours. So I'm very excited for you all to hear this. If you like it, if it stands out to you, share it with a friend. And also, you know what I'm going to say, but rate and review the podcast, just easy peasy, five stars and write me a little review. Greatly appreciated. It lets me know how much you appreciate and like the content and follow me on Instagram. I'm really trying to post a little bit more, interact more. I share some books that I like. I share some mental health tips and different resources and also just send you a good vibe with nice pictures and uh, posts about what what's going on with the pod. So follow me there at Don't Worry It's Confidential and yeah, I love you all so much and I hope you enjoy this episode. This guest is both sweet and sassy. I have many memories of us laughing at our lockers when we both arrived late to school. We first met, I think, 14 years ago. And even though we haven't seen each other for a while, I've got to give social media a shout out because I've been able to watch her kill it from afar. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Hi, that was so cute. I love that. (laughs) Thanks for having me. No problem. I'm so happy to have you here. Very excited. So the get to know you questions. Are you ready? I'm excited. Let's do it. Okay. If you could only pick one of these three things, which would you pick? Coffee, wine, or chocolate? And you had to give up the other two. Ooh, okay. That's tough. No, it's a hard one. I think I would stick with coffee because it's part of my routine. I honestly can't really function the rest of the day without my cup of coffee, which is a little sad, but (laughs) it gets me going. It helps me throughout the day. I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely stick with coffee. No doubt. (laughs) I think, I think that's the best answer because like everything else you can kind of adjust, but exactly life without coffee. I don't know. It's not a life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. If you could pick one artist to DJ your life, who would you pick? Drake. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Absolutely, Drake. He is like my main man, I would have to say. And I just find like his lyrics, I connect with them, to be totally honest, as cliche as that is. But he started, he truly did start from the bottom and made his (laughs) way up. (laughs) So I definitely would say Drake, 100%, no doubt. (laughs) Amazing. I could see that. Like you're just walking down the street, like 100%. (laughs) No one saw that, but I just danced. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) All right. The last one. What's something that you hated as a kid, but love as an adult? Ooh. Okay. This one's kind of random, but I used to hate mushrooms as a kid. Absolutely couldn't stand them. I'm not sure if like, I don't know, I cook them better now, but mushrooms I hated as a kid and I'm obsessed with them. Like I literally have them almost every meal. I feel like that's a good one. I thank you. (laughs) I think mushrooms are like one of those classic I used to hate olives and now I love them so okay that's another one too that's yeah another one I feel you on that love it so ready to get into the topic let's do it so today we're talking all about fitness for me and I know for like many of the guests that I had on as well as just like many of the listeners I can imagine fitness is such a big part of my mental health and how I keep my mental health stable and grounded and whether it be like running weightlifting whatever it is like I feel like 
I've always kind of relied on it. And I think a lot of people have. And so I feel like today it was a really important thing to just have you on and talk about it because yeah, it's such a huge part. And I feel like I can't believe I haven't really talked about it in depth yet. So I agree. No, it's something that I think is also evolving so much recently. I I guess it's from social media, but Mm -hmm. it's something that I think a lot more people are getting into, which is amazing. And it is a really important topic to talk about, especially when it has to do with mental health, because I feel like people don't even, there's some people that don't even realize how helpful it actually is to your mental health, not at least not until they try it. Right. Like there's just quite a few people that struggle to get into it because it's scary. And it's, it's something that maybe is a little bit new to them, but I don't think they even realize how helpful it actually is for your mental health. So I totally agree with that. hundred percent. And I feel like it's one of those weird things that like when you're struggling with your mental health, especially it's like the last thing your body wants you to do is work out. But then as soon as you do it, it's like a huge change. Like, absolutely. It's so, it's so crazy how like sometimes it's like, it works the opposite of like how, like your brain works the opposite of how it should. Like it tells you stay away at all costs, but it's actually like the biggest cure. Oh, good for you. Absolutely. And in the moment when you're doing it, it's crappy and it's not fun, but I can guarantee asking everybody, like, how did you feel after your workout? everyone says amazing. Like I feel incredible. I got it done. And it's just that little obstacle where you just have to do it. And then once you do it, you're solid and you feel amazing and you keep going. You like that feeling, you know? So yeah, a hundred percent. So let's start off telling a little bit of your journey, how you got into fitness so that people can get a bit of context. Yeah, absolutely. So when I started university, I wasn't really someone that went to the gym. Like even in high school, like I hated gym class. I was not a fan. I remember. Yeah, like I literally (laughs) didn't try at all. And I remember like my gym teachers like weren't a fan of me. And I didn't Mm -hmm. I didn't do well in gym class because I never wanted to participate or make up some excuse like, oh, I like forgot my uniform. Can't (laughs) like I literally would try and avoid it. But in university, a lot of my friends went away. And it was crappy because I was like, I felt like I was by myself and I was like, okay, I need to find something that, you know, I enjoy on my own. And I went to the gym for the first time in university. Obviously it was a train wreck. Like I had no idea what I was doing, but I kept going because I knew that this is something that was good for me. So I kind of started researching a lot on the gym and I found that I found it really interesting compared to other things. Like even in school, I was never Mm. really like that invested in what I was learning. And I was in child and youth care. Like I wanted to be a teacher. Well, I didn't really want to be a teacher, but I was just like, okay, maybe this is like a good field to go into. But I didn't find the material interesting. Like I didn't, I wasn't invested in it. I didn't care about it. But I found myself being really interested in like our muscles and the bones and anything that had to do with fitness really intrigued me. And the more I started researching and learning about it, the more I started understanding how I could use the gym. So I continued doing it. I got my personal training certificate and I started having a little bit of a side hustle. I didn't have a lot of clients. I literally only had like two or three it was charging really, really low prices, but it slowly started to progress. I was trying to put myself out there on social media. And at the moment, like I didn't have a platform whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it was tough because I had comments from people saying like, are you like taking this seriously? Like, is this what you're going to do for the rest of your life? Like very judgmental comments. And that definitely put me down, but prove them wrong. I got enough clients to 
sustain myself at the time. So it wasn't doing as well as it is now, but mm. it was start, it was growing. But then what had happened was I got so so busy with clients, like super, super busy. And I started to neglect my own personal health and a lot of crappy things were going on in my life at that point as well. And just not really knowing what I was going to do with my life or like if, if personal training is what I'm going to go to. So that was really hard. So I gained weight. I gained like 20 to 22 pounds And that totally shut me down and my confidence went down and I was still working and I was still training, but the motivation wasn't there. So then COVID started and I was like, okay, there are no gyms. I'm going to gain more weight at this point. Like if I continue doing what I'm doing, I'm going to, you know, like gain a lot more weight. And honestly, I didn't want that to happen. Like my self-esteem just went down the drain. So during COVID, I was like, I just gave myself a reality check and was like, I need to grind. This is not me. I don't feel like myself. So during Mm -hmm. COVID, I just worked out at home almost every single day. I went on bike rides, got my diet in check. And I I managed to lose the 20 pounds and I posted it on TikTok and my career really blossomed from that. So it's been quite a journey. It's definitely been a roller coaster, but I'm really happy with how everything turned out. And even those hard times that I had, as much as they were really hard, they made me who I am today. So I don't regret anything. I'm kind of happy I gained that weight to be honest with you, just to kind of like see how much I can push myself now and to see like anyone can do this. It's not magic. I didn't do any tricks. Like anyone can get to where they want to be as long as they put their mind to it. Yeah. That's my journey. (laughs) That's amazing. And thank you. I think it really does stand out like both the beginning of it and like that second sort of big growth for you were in moments that just weren't so great for you. Like you were saying, like your friends were gone. You're like, I need to find some sort of hobby. And then like pointing out how like, then you started researching and it just clicked. I think that's like a big thing. Like you literally just have to try things and then like something will click. Like it doesn't normally come in that natural progression. Like, oh, then you just do like you always know or like you go to school or like whatever. Like sometimes it just clicks in like random areas. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Like I think a lot of people are afraid to try things that are a little scary or or a little difficult. And I was terrified. Like the first time I went to the gym, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I would Mm -hmm. just like run on a treadmill and call it a workout, but I was always the type of person that was a little scared to go into the weight room. And I know a lot of girls can relate to that. Even still to this day, like there's so many girls that are a little afraid to go into the weight room, but once you try it, once you overcome that fear it's not a fear anymore like you you go in there and you do your thing so yeah trying things is definitely key it like I know it's scary it's really tough but once you overcome it it's the best feeling and you feel invincible honestly yeah like you said you weren't happy you gained the weight but you are happy you gained the weight like it is exactly it was like again like a moment that you noticed you were neglecting yourself and then you like had to just work on it and then you were able to make like a way bigger stride in your career and exactly. I feel like that's just like how life is and that's also how like fitness goes right like you yeah. have ups and downs like it's really not All like a steady 
steady climb. I feel like that's mm-hmm. something that people don't really like know or get. Oh, like they yeah. think it's like, cause you see those before and after. And so you're like, okay, so it should just be like me right now. And then me in like three months. And like, that's exactly it. the thing is with those transformation photos. Like, like I understand a lot of people get super motivated from those and like, mm-hmm. okay, like if she can do that in three months and I can, but it was like, let's say it is three months. It's not like I'm doing well every single day in those three months. Like I'm struggling. I'm crying. I'm doubting myself. This, this whole time but the thing with social media is like you can't see that stuff you don't see the struggle and the pain that I had to go through or someone else had to go through to get to that transformation so yeah like it's it's a tough battle but I don't think people totally realize like it's not going to be an easy road the whole way through you're going to have bad days but that's something that you have to accept to be honest hundred percent. And I feel like that's one of the big lessons of like fitness. And I, I also think it's important, like the, all the stuff that you were doing before, like all the stuff that you learned before, like you gained the weight, then that you didn't forget all that stuff. Like once you decided to like start your fitness journey again, like revamp it, you had all that knowledge. So it's like, that is all unseen. Right. And that's absolutely like, it's the same thing as like, I find with my clients, like in therapy, it's like, they come in, they're like, okay, like, I want to change my life in like three sessions. And you're like, oh, okay. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, a long process. It's a yeah. long process and it's not an easy one. Like it's, I always say like the rules are very simple, like work mm-hmm. out, eat as healthy as you can get your sleep, drink your water, but it isn't easy. Like it isn't easy doing all those things every single day, yeah. but it's very simple. It's really, really simple, but you just have to have that that drive and understand how badly do you want this? Mm. Like, is that kind of how you like manage your clients' expectations or how do you kind of have those conversations? Do you find that this is like a problem they come into a lot when you're working with them? Absolutely. When I first see a client, they want to see results immediately. Like after two weeks, they want to have lost 20 pounds or, you know, gained a ton of muscle in two weeks. And at the beginning, before I take on any client, I always tell them, this is going to take some time because I like to train my clients in a sustainable way. There yeah. are techniques where you can, you can probably lose quite a few pounds in two weeks, but it's not sustainable. It's not a healthy way to do it. And I always tell my clients, like if you're in it for the long run and you want to see sustainable changes where, for example, the fat will stay off, then I can work with you. But if you're expecting results in a week or two, like get yeah. another personal trainer to be honest. Like it's just, it takes time if you want to do it in a healthy way. Mm, that is amazing though, because it's like, I feel like it is really easy to sell that on social media, right? Like the quick sure. fixes and like those, mm-hmm. like people want that. Like that's kind of what everybody's searching all the time for, Absolutely. Um, but being honest and being like, this is actually what works long-term and what will actually give you that confidence as well. It's like absolutely big difference because when you lose that weight in like a week, then it's like, you still don't have that confidence because you haven't gained that discipline. Absolutely. Absolutely. Preach that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's like one of the biggest lessons from working out like that consistency. A hundred percent. I think consistency is definitely the most important part of your journey and it is just consistently going to the gym it's like you gotta you gotta consistently push yourself like there are Mm -hmm. so many days where I don't want to work out honestly like there's so many days we don't want to but 
I understand that if I want to get to a certain goal of mine, then I have to stay consistent or I'm not going to get there. It's, it's like, it's so, it's so simple, but it's just, it's just pushing yourself to do it. And I always say like our bodies are capable of doing so much, like so much. We don't even realize how like active we should be like yeah. in life, but all mental in my opinion. Like I, I think physically, yes, it's difficult, but if you literally just tell yourself, you got this, you can do it. Like I literally sometimes do that. And I'll talk to myself like, no, you're good. You mm-hmm. got it. Let's do it. Let's go to the gym. Let's kill it. It's all mental in my opinion. For sure. It fully is. I definitely think that like people are going to be wondering, like, how do you do it though? Like in those really hard moments, like when you're like, okay, today's not the right day. How do you convince yourself to do it? To be honest, I would sometimes, well, when I had gained weight, I remember how I felt in that moment when I wasn't confident and I honestly wasn't happy with what I was looking at in the mirror. And I just... Mm -hmm not just a physical thing I just didn't feel like myself at all like mm. like I was just not who I am today and I think back in that moment I'm like I really don't want to feel like that again because I've been through so much and for me to like go back to that thing of losing my self-confidence and doubting myself is just something that I want to avoid and I just think I'm like okay I've gone like so far I can get even further so stay positive. You got this. I literally always talk to myself. It's so weird, but no, I, love I, it. Will, I will literally <laughs> tell myself like, you can do it. You just got to go. You just yeah. got to go. And sometimes like I'll go to the gym and it'll be the best workout I've ever had mm-hmm. on the same day. Like I didn't want to go. It'd be the best workout. And then there's some days where I go and it's a crappy workout and it's okay. It's fine. But I put myself in that position where I told myself to at least go, at least yeah. just try and go see how you feel. And then, okay, if you have a bad workout, you have a bad workout, but if, but you might have an amazing workout. So mm-hmm. I just tell myself, just go literally just go. Yeah. I think it just shows like the like self-efficacy and like confidence and self-love because you're saying I'm going to do this, even if I don't want to, like, I'm going to put myself first. And I think that's like the big thing. It's like sometimes the fitness industry can be so focused on your body. And like, obviously that's what society has like made us (laughs) look at all the time. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, it's like, you're showing yourself, like I have enough love for myself to like be healthy, to take care of myself, to set aside time, to be consistent with the goals I have. Like the goals that you set in regards to the gym, it's like, that's transferable to like the goals that you set in regards to like your relationships, your career. And so it's like you, when you know that you're able to like follow your fitness routine, then you kind of also know that you're able to follow your routine in other aspects of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think like you said with social media and when you look at social media and you see all these fitness influencers going to the gym, making it seem like this is easy peasy. Like there's just Mm -hmm. so much more to it. There's so much more to it that a lot of people don't see. And it's as much as it was physical for me, it was also mental because that was my biggest transformation. Honestly, like I think mentally I've completely transformed since the time I had gained weight. And I don't think people talk about it enough on social media that it's not just a physical transformation. 
it's a huge mental transformation for a lot of girls on social media. But yeah. unfortunately, on social media, it's just it is very physical. But mm-hmm. there's so many more positives to having a big transformation in your life, whether it's about like your workouts or your career. I always try and preach like it's a huge mental transformation as well. Yeah, no, I definitely think you do preach that because I think that's a very important thing to talk about. And Mm -hmm. I feel like something that stuck out was like when you were saying like, I go to the gym and sometimes I have the best workout and then you go to the gym and sometimes you have the worst workout and you're like, that's okay. I still went to the gym. I'm wondering how like you keep that level of like self-compassion in both situations. Cause sometimes it can be like, especially when you're very goal oriented, you're focused. Like I can imagine it could be really hard to be like, no, I, I suck today. For sure. And there are times where I just didn't go because I felt like shit, to be honest with you. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna like put myself through that. And that's fine. Like there are days where it's okay not to work out. Like I don't work out every single day, but once again, like I know how I felt before this transformation and it drives me, like it literally pushes me to honestly stay away from that type of mindset because I had doubted myself so much my confidence literally went down the drain. And I just remember like that feeling specifically. And it, I just, I just try and stay away from it. Like I try and talk to myself in a very positive way, even Mm -hmm. if I don't go to the gym, like, I'll just be like, you know what? It's okay. Go to the gym tomorrow. Kill it. It's, it's all good. Like you, you just got to stay positive and you have to believe in yourself as Mm -hmm. cliche as that is. It's all about how you talk to yourself. Like I used to talk to myself this way where it's like, you look like shit, for example, or you gain so much weight. Like, how do you get yourself to that point? Like you're never going to get to your goals. And I used to talk to myself that way, but that's what brought me down. Whereas Mm -hmm. like now I'm talking to myself in a much more positive way, even if I don't go to the gym. It's yeah. okay. And I like you have that there are going to be bad days. There always will be bad days, but it's part of the process. And I've accepted that. And I think more people need to accept that. And once you start talking to yourself in a more positive way, you're going to find yourself going to the gym or accepting that it's okay that you didn't go. Like that is the most important part of it is like, you got to stay optimistic throughout yeah. this whole thing because it's a long journey. Like it's, it takes time. So positivity is key for sure. I love how much you emphasize how your mindset and the way that you're talking to yourself is like the biggest change. Cause it's like, you can literally be hating yourself into doing every workout. And like, no matter what physical transformation you have, like, it's still going to be really crappy when you get to that. Exactly. And like, even when you're doing like a set of pushups and you're like, Oh my God, like I can't even do the last rep. Like Mm -hmm. it just puts you down and you don't want to do it anymore. Cause you're, you're just talking to yourself in a negative way. Whereas if you were doing a set of pushups and you're like, no, you got this, let's go. Like you can do it. It changes everything. Positive reinforcement. Always. Totally. Always. (laughs) I feel like it's kind of an interesting thing and something I've struggled with is like, there's like the whole like body love and self-love movement, you know, and like, that's amazing. And then there's this like idea of like, sometimes like wanting to like upgrade your body, wanting to look fitter, wanting to feel fitter. And sometimes it feels like if I'm wanting to look fitter or something, then I'm like contradicting like the love that I have for my body. Yeah. And 
I, I feel like I know that there's a way that you don't have to I, contradict yourself, but I'm wondering like right. what, your, what your journey has been with that or what your relationship with that like concept has been. Yeah. I love the whole self-love movement. I think it's incredibly important for women to love themselves, but at the same time, I do see a lot of backlash with women that, for example, say like, I want to get a six pack or I want to get a bigger, butt." it's like, you shouldn't only care about that. But if that's your goal and that's what you really want, Mm -hmm. it's absolutely achievable. And it's okay to have that goal. I I don't like the thought of someone telling someone like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have these certain goals because it's all about physical stuff. But if it makes you feel more confident, if, if you feel like this is what you want, then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but that doesn't mean like you have to have a bigger butt or you yeah. have to have a six pack. Like you can do whatever you want to do, but you can't be telling someone like you can't think that way because you don't love yourself. You ch- can still love yourself, but you can also still have goals in life yeah. and it's okay to have them. It's okay to have them. But I like to preach that don't make your goals too physical, have goals where it's like, okay, I'm going to make sure I eat healthy all week because I want to get to that goal. So make Mm -hmm. that the goal instead of being like, I want to have a big butt, like, or like, instead of saying, I want a big butt, say, I want to train my glutes three times this week or two Mm -hmm. times this week. So just shifting the way you say what your goals are, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. is a little bit I guess, like a healthier, like mentally healthier. But that being said, if you want to get a big butt, go for it. You know what I mean? Or if you want to get a six pack, go for it. I don't think people should be talked down to if they have those goals, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I think like everyone's allowed to have whatever like they want to achieve. I also think like you were highlighting the importance of like language and like the way that you sort of talk to yourself about it and like the way that you're setting yourself up to meet those goals. And like, if you don't set yourself up with like an expectation, that's kind of more like, I guess, vague and like more long lasting, it kind of feels very like rigid maybe in your mind like because then you kind of can get mad at yourself you're like I don't have the big butt yet but if you're like just like I'm gonna work on my glutes then you can just keep doing that absolutely and and the results will come in my opinion they come a bit faster when you set goals like that when you set goals where it's like okay I'm gonna train my glutes two times this week you you stick to that goal whereas there's people that say I want to get a big butt but like they won't train their glutes enough or they won't train yeah. their glutes properly yeah it's way more measurable right like because like if not it's just like this idea right like I want to have the perfect body it's like what is the perfect exactly. body and like your body might not ever get there because it's just like different bodies don't like actually reach certain it's physiques. so true yeah. yeah and like th- there were times in the past where I've had a client come to me and she'll, she'd show me a picture of another girl and be like, this is my goal. This is what Mm. I want to look like. And I just straight up be like, like, it's not going to happen because everyone is structured completely differently. Like your body is so much more different than Kim Kardashian, for example, or any of those girls, to be honest, like it's, everybody is structured differently. And that's why self-love is so important because you just got to love yourself for you and work with what you have. And that's the thing about social media is like, you see all the good angles and you see like these girls that look incredible in a bikini and girls are just like, I want to look like that. But it's just not realistic. It's not realistic because everybody is structured completely differently. 
Yeah, not to mention like Photoshop and everything. Oh, and that, yeah, yeah. get into that. But yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a fake world, honestly. It's yeah. it's a little bit of a fake world on social media. So, and I think kind of like going back to what we were saying before, like I feel like we all like women and like men and to some degree, but I think women especially have this like wound when it comes to like relying on like your physical appearance to determine your worth. And Absolutely. so I think that like there's so much like pain, like every single woman has had some sort of pain in that area. Mm-hmm. that I think it makes it really hard sometimes when you really align with like the self-love movement, but at the same time, like you do want to like get fitter and it's like, yeah. you feel really torn because you're like, I shouldn't want to get fitter anymore. Now I'm like, just trying to love myself. And it's like, you can have both. Like now it's kind of exactly. like, we can heal like that old wound by like having these conversations, by being more open about how like ridiculous it is that our worth like is just about our beauty but like also want to like feel fit so you can like lift up all your groceries by yourself and like walk up the stairs and stuff exactly I also always say too like as much as like you want to have nicer legs for example or a stronger core like these are things that are going to help you long term like like if your goal is to you know like build up your legs that's an incredible goal because you'll be able to climb a lot more steps, for example, or you'll be able to walk a longer distance. Like as much as it sounds like, oh, it's so physical, you also have to think about it like this is going to help you long-term. Having a strong core is going to help with your lower back. Like there's just so many positives to having these goals. I feel like for me, that really shifted. Like when I got like, I've been injured many times throughout my life, Mm -hmm. like playing sports and stuff. And I think that that was like, almost like it seems weird to say helpful but helpful in like feeling like okay I actually have to strengthen like my glutes to like help compensate for the injury that I had or like foam roll because if not I actually will be in pain or strengthen my abs because like same sort of thing and it's like it kind of let me see like oh this is actually important for like me being okay rather than just like exactly this is only for physical reasons exactly appearance reasons absolutely like there's just there's so much more to it to having these goals and if you think of it in a healthy way or how it would how it would help you long term Mm -hmm. I think that's what's going to help you actually see the results yeah amazing I would love to talk a little bit more about like, I feel like we've talked about how like it makes you kind of have this consistency and this level of like uh, self-love of like working every day for like a goal and stuff like that. But how have you personally seen like your mental health has been affected by your workout regime? I think honestly, like it's just different when I wake up in the morning, simply Mm -hmm. from that, like, I just feel like I have more of a drive or I have more motivation than I used to. I feel energized when I wake up. Like I used to feel like I didn't even have a morning when I didn't start fitness. Like I would sleep right into the afternoon and I was groggy and I didn't want to do anything. Like I had no energy to even want to work out. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I just feel like way more energized. I get excited to go to the gym. I get excited to put myself through something that's going to make me a little bit uncomfortable, but I realize like long-term, this is going to benefit me. So I've mentally just, I'm just happier. And, And I'm just like, I'm just more confident. And I accept that there are going to be challenges. There are going to be days where it's going to suck. And I just feel more confident in who I am And I definitely give the credit to fitness. I think when 
girls go into fitness, they get scared, like I said, but if you do it consistently and you understand that this is going to be a really scary roller coaster, then you've just accepted that this is what fitness is. And it's like I said, like, it's okay to have bad days. And I've accepted that. Like, I know that. And I try and preach that because it's all part of the journey, but mentally, like, I'm just so much happier and so much more confident, even if I have those bad days. And I have a lot, I have many bad days, but I'm just more like accepting and I'm more positive. I feel more confident. And yeah, it's just, it's a complete mental shift than how I was when I had originally gained the weight complete mental shift. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think it's like so much of it is literally like how being physically healthy is so important to like being mentally well. Like it's totally, it's so connected. Like your body and your mind are all like one unit. Like we, we sometimes treat it as like two different things and it's like that it's all affected by each other. And so uh, yeah, like just speaking to your energy in the morning and all these kinds of things, like, I think that's so important. Yeah. And then something else that stood out is like, just having that ability to go through those really like intense workouts, like the toughness of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gives you the understanding that you can get through those tough days. And that's the same thing as if you're having like an actual tough day mentally, then you can get through it as well. It's like, you've done really hard things before, whether it's physical or mental and proof that you can do it again. And that's exactly, it's all about pushing yourself. And I think with, when it comes to like a really brutal workout in the moment, it's, it's brutal. Like I'm never like, this is great. I'm never like, Oh my (laughs) God, like positive all the time. I just know that feeling that I get after I have pushed myself and after I doubted myself, I personally think it's a lot more mental than physical because the second you feel a burn or the second you feel any sort of pain when you're doing like a squat or something, you think, oh God, this hurts. I'm done. Right. But try and push past that. Try, try and challenge yourself and really feel the burn because burn, that means you're working, like it's working. Mm -hmm. And I think pushing past that burn, pushing past that pain, even in anything in life, like whether it's something that you want to do with your career that you're really, really scared to do. If you just push past it and tell yourself that you can do it 10 out of 10, like you, you will get it done. Like you will do it. It's, it's just how you talk to yourself. It really, really is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm literally like just seeing all these metaphors going. (laughs) I'm like, when you work out, your muscles have to break down to get stronger. It's the same thing in life. You have to break down to get stronger. It's true. It's true true with anything, like with anything, like even, even like starting a platform on Instagram, Mm -hmm. like for me personally, when I first started, I was so embarrassed and I was cringed out and I was like, Oh my God, what are people going to think of me? But you got to push past that and forget about that shit because it's, it's your life. You gotta, you gotta do what you want to do as cliche and corny as that is. Yeah. It's just like, it's how you talk to yourself. doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Just go for it. Literally just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I relate so hard. And I I think it's just like one of those things that like, how long are people really thinking about you? Like, that's what I had to tell myself. Like, it's like they maybe one second. They're like, that's kind of weird. Exactly. It's over, you know, forget about it the next day. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, it's so much more, it's worth it for yourself to put yourself out there to try things. And like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You never know what you're going to get out of it. Like it could literally change your life. So literally. Yeah. 
Or it also just gives you that practice. Like if it doesn't blow up, but it still gives you that practice of being like, I did something for myself that I was confident in and it doesn't matter what people think. So again, you're like testing yourself, showing yourself you can do it. And then like learning from that. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like someone is probably listening who's never worked out, has never been into it. And it's like, okay, maybe I'm motivated now. What would you like recommend as like the first sort of starting off point? I would recommend giving yourself baby goals. So a lot of times when people first start fitness, they put on like all these goals. And it's like, I'm going to work out five times a week. I'm going to cut out carbs. I'm going to do all these unrealistic goals that just aren't sustainable. You always want to start off small. Like I always tell my clients, okay, what is your goal this week? And it could be, okay, I'm going to make sure I get 10,000 steps a day. If you complete that goal in that first week, okay, next week, give yourself another goal. What is it? Mm -hmm. Is it, I'm going to make sure I have a healthy breakfast every day, or I'm going to make sure I get two blue workouts this week. Give yourself baby goals, start off small. Don't give yourself all these goals that are, it's just going to overwhelm you. It's just not sustainable, especially if you're starting out, you got to start small. And that's one thing my clients would struggle with is that they had all these goals that they wanted to get done in a week or two. And it's just, it's not sustainable. You are very likely to gas out because you just put your, put way too much on yourself start off with baby goals and slowly progress. It could be anything. It could be, okay, I'm going to make sure I have eight glasses of water a day this week. So starting off small, I think is definitely the most helpful tip when it comes to a beginner. Yeah. Yeah. I think avoiding that burnout and like getting into the routine and the habits is like the biggest part. And like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's so tempting to just go all in, but then that's like, you're then like, Oh, it didn't work. I'm actually never doing it again. Exactly. And the thing with fitness, it's like, it should be a lifetime thing. Like you can't change your life in a week. You know what I mean? It takes so much more time to progressively get into that routine where you, you know, you're, you've started your fitness journey. So starting small is I think the most helpful tip when it comes to a beginner, because yeah, you, you don't want to get us out. That's not, and it's very likely to happen. It's very, very likely to happen. So starting off small, giving yourself credit and you finish that goal. You're like, amazing. I got my goal this week. What's my next goal? Yeah. I think thinking about it as a lifestyle is like so much more, it's like so much healthier than thinking about it as like a 12 week situation, because then it's like, yeah, you like, it should just be part of your life. It should just make you feel better. And like, also like in anything in life, it ebbs and flows. So it's like seeing it that way is so much more sustainable, healthy. And like, you have that level of like compassion for yourself when you have those ups and downs. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's a struggle. And I always try and say as well that like, in some way, you don't have to necessarily go to the gym, but you should have a goal each day on like how you're going to be active, whether that's yeah. going on a walk, whether that is climbing upstairs instead of going on the escalator. Like there should be some sort of active goal throughout the day. And for me personally, I think being active is like brushing your teeth. Like it's something that you just have to do. Yeah. And yeah. as sometimes, you know, maybe you don't want to brush your teeth, but you have to, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing when it comes to, to fitness for sure. A hundred percent. I feel like we forget that like we're not supposed to be sitting 
at desks our entire day. Like we think it's Absolutely. normal because that's like what people do nowadays, but it's like, it's so not yeah. and like, especially now, like a lot of people aren't commuting and stuff. Like it's like, you yeah. can literally sit all day. Oh, and it's so insane. just for like every aspect of your life, moving a little bit is beneficial. 100%. Like for me mentally, like if not, I I'm dead. I wake up the I next lose day it. and I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm a blob. Exactly. Exactly. It, it literally affects the next morning. Like if, if you don't get any sort of activity and I always find that if I'm not getting any activity throughout that day, I just feel so tired. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like once you do it, once you get your steps in or whatever it is, you feel a lot more energized after, which is kind of interesting, I guess. A hundred percent. It's like straight up. It just like turns on aspects of your body and it makes them actually work. And same with like your digestion, totally. your sleep, all these things will literally just improve instantly if you're moving and instantly. like, especially going outside. Like that's why it's like, I literally tell my clients, I'm like, go out for a two minute walk. <laughs> if literally. that's the minimum you can do, then just go yeah. outside for like two minutes around the walk. And like, that's yeah, it. Absolutely. And I've said it better myself. okay so I feel like connected to that knowing that it's like a lifestyle thing balance is super important Mm -hmm. that can feel really hard to like I don't know I've definitely gone through periods of life where I'm like "Ah, right now I'm in a healthy moment right now I'm in a not healthy moment I feel like now as I've gotten older I realize that maybe I should try and not make that like so intensely like divided and different I know what you mean um So how has that been for you? I also preach balance for sure. I think it's really important just because my way of training is sustainability. And I don't think it's very sustainable to completely, for example, cut off sugar for the rest of your life or to completely cut off drinking, for example, anything like that, I don't think is sustainable. I, for example, with diet, I will give myself like a treat or like something sweet at the end of the day, because I want it. I used to be someone that was like, okay, I'm cutting off sugar. I'm cutting off this and cutting off that, but it's just not sustainable. It's not like when there's birthdays, like it would suck to be like, I'm not having that piece of cake. Like why? Like, I, I like, if you want it, eat it, but there is like, there, it's all about moderation. If you're having, if you have a goal, for example, to lose weight and you're having cake every night, it's going to be a little harder for you to get to that goal. That doesn't necessarily mean to completely cut it off. Like, I think it's important to have those moments where you feel like you're eating bad because you need to have a good relationship with food. You don't mm-hmm. want to start hating food because there's going to be one day, which has happened to me multiple times where it's like, I'm just going to eat everything. And like, I had a binge eating problem where it was like, I cut myself off from all of these things that I wanted, but the second I saw it, I like devoured it because I wanted it so badly, like previously that when I see it, I'm like, okay, well, my body's literally craving this. You can have sugar, but I think it's just realizing like, okay, I do have these goals. I'm not going to completely cut off certain foods because it's just not sustainable. Like even people that don't eat carbs, like it's just, it's just not sustainable. Like your body craves these types of foods and it's okay to have them. It's okay. But you have to understand that an excessive amount of something, it's going to take you longer to get to your goal, but that doesn't mean to cut it off completely. Like I will still enjoy my sweets. I will go for a glass of wine with my friends. Like it's, it's okay. But A lot of people, what happens is after they've, let's say, had a night of, you know, eating badly, they'll feel really guilty the next morning. 
And yeah. that's something that used to happen to me all the time where I would wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to eat the rest of the day because I ate like complete shit the night before. And then what would happen nighttime would come and I'm starving. So I eat everything. Yeah. It's just a really unhealthy cycle. So if you want that cake, take it, accept it. And the next day start fresh. You're good. Don't even think about it. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's so big. It's really hard to get to that place. And I think a lot of people are going to hear this and be like, that is me. Like it's, yeah, it's such a, I think it's, yeah, a really complicated kind of relationship you have to form, but it's also like, so not complicated. It's literally like, let yourself yeah. just have just things have in it. moderation and just, yeah. and just enjoy it and enjoy yeah. every part of it. And then you like do crave like healthy food, but you also do crave ice cream and like, that's chill. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of girls that do have this binge eating problem. And it's something that I've struggled with. And even if you have those nights where let's say you ate way too much or you overate, just forget about it the next day, just simply forget about it. Still have your morning breakfast, still have your lunch, start off healthy. That's always a good tip. Like start off with having a really healthy breakfast but just forget about it. It's fine. It's okay. But if you keep going through this cycle where it's like, oh my God, okay. I ate like shit last night. I'm just literally going to starve myself because I'm like over my calories, quote unquote, it's just unhealthy. And it's just going to keep going and going and going. So just accept for what it is and forget about it. Yeah. I always think of this study. I don't even know when I (laughs) saw this study, (laughs) but it must've just been like in a psych class at one point. Okay. And they were saying that like, they like put people in rooms and they were like dieters and non-dieters. And it was like, they gave them like ice cream and they were like, you can eat as much as you want. And they left and the non-dieters like ate a little bit. And then the people who were like on a diet ate so much because they were like, oh, I'm in a study. So I'm like supposed to eat the ice cream and here's my like chance. And so they oh, just damn. ate so, so much of it. And it's just like yeah. a human thing. Like this is just like, yeah found like it's like if you limit yourself then as soon as you have the chance to do it it's going to be like double the amount rather than exactly having a little bit every time yeah like have your ice cream it's okay like don't beat yourself up for it like it's part of being human like enjoy your life if you want to have ice cream go for it like Mm -hmm. don't have a bad relationship with food because that's what's really, really going to like pull you down. In my opinion, just love food for what it is. And if you have a bad day, it's fine. Just get rid of the thought. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It just like goes back to that lifestyle rather than like the periodic. Exactly. Yes. Sustainability. That's all it is. Sustainability in every (laughs) aspect. Let's do it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I loved the video that you made on confidence. Um, I thought it was so helpful and I really related like an interesting thing because I think that people can see certain people and say, oh my God, you're so confident. And it's like a certain type of confidence. For example, I would say I have a very outward, like loud sort of personality. And so people would be like, you're confident, but then there's also the behind the scene confidence. I think Mm -hmm. of like things that you struggle with, like mentally, the way you talk to yourself, all those kinds of things. Sometimes they intertwine, sometimes they don't, but I feel like confidence is like linked to fitness and sort of linked to putting yourself out there as you do with your job as well. And so I'm wondering how you've sort of developed confidence within yourself? Honestly, at the beginning, I kind of faked it. Like I kind of faked being confident because I had found that when I was faking it, I felt more confident. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes 
with confidence, it's like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just, I'm literally going to do it. But that doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, I'm just a confident person. Like I kind of just told myself, you need to be confident. Like you, you, even though maybe I wasn't like half the videos I post, like I'm shitting my pants deep down. Like, honestly, like I'm, I'm worried about doing it or I'm scared about doing it. But if you fake it, I don't know, it's like a switch. Like it's just, it kind of just happens and you kind of have to fake it and tell yourself that you can do it, if that makes sense. And you will find that you instantly feel a little bit more confident. Yeah, I 100% agree. You just have yeah. to, sometimes you just you have, have to, to start fake doing, it. you just have to fake it. Yeah. I was dying when I first posted my <laughs> first podcast. I was like, oh yeah. my God, no one look at me. Like people would mention it exactly. and I would actually like want to like leave the conversation. Literally, like, no, literally. No. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Like, I think on social media, it kind of seems like these girls or these influencers are very confident, but a lot of the times it's like, they're doing it because first of all, it's their job. Like they kind of have to put themselves out there and be like, you know, energetic and get people to work out, for example, or to do whatever their page is about. But mm -hmm. a lot of the times they're really nervous. They are scared to post. They're not sure what people are going to say about something that they posted. Like a lot of videos that I had posted, I was really nervous to post it because I was like, okay, is everyone going to agree with me? Are people going to judge me? Like, it's just about faking it, doing it, putting yourself out there. And you will feel more confident when you fake it. That's yeah definitely like a fact like I have found that when I faked it I felt more confident yeah. even if I wasn't yeah. yeah it's literally like a practice like anything in life and then it's also like I find it really interesting I think everybody struggles with this like so many clients talk to me about it it's like the difference between you and the person who did it is just them doing it like it's yes. actually not and like they literally could be having the exact same thought process as you but they just did it so it's That's like, really you don't know their brain. Like you don't know yeah. what they're going through and Absolutely. you're like, and it's like, oh, they don't struggle with that. They're good. I'm different. It's like, you don't know. You could literally yeah. be the identical twins. But Absolutely. Like <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's so true. And it's like, we all have insecurities. Like we're all, there are so many things that make me insecure or things that, you know, I'm, I'm not confident about, but it's not seen when I post a photo of myself or mm -hmm. when I'm posting a workout, I still have my insecurities and insecurities are a part of life. Like if you have insecurities, it's okay. It's all right. Like we all have them, mm -hmm. but you got to flaunt those insecurities. Honestly, like you, you got to just be open and fake your confidence and those insecurities will slowly start to go away. Honestly. I love it. Fake it till you make it. It's exactly for a reason and it's oh, totally. really helpful. hundred <laughs> percent. I feel like the, one of the last things I wanted to talk about, you mentioned it briefly, like the nerves of going into like the workout area with all the guys and like doing the weights yeah. and stuff like, Oh my God, I definitely relate. Like, especially mm -hmm. in university, it was like so oh, separated God. and it was so hard to, to push myself to do that. Yeah. What are your, what are some of your tips for that? Well, yeah, I definitely was really nervous to go into the weight room specifically because of the men. Honestly, it was majority men and it can be really intimidating, especially if you're not really sure what to do. But my biggest tip is just like put your music in and just focus on you. Like, don't worry about what anybody is thinking or if anybody is staring at you like you are you 
are paying for this membership just like everybody else. Why are you sticking just to the treadmill? Like just go on a run then. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. don't, this gym is like, is, is for you and you're doing this for you. And as intimidating as it is, as uncomfortable it can be, like once you start going and have a routine where you're going into the weight room, you're going to start to feel very comfortable. You're going to start to feel confident. And it's that first step of going into that weight room, but just focus on yourself. Look at all the machines that you're going to be using, play your music and just, just like be in your moment. Like, don't look at anybody. Like I tried not to look at anybody. I just look at myself and all the machines that I'm going to be using. Just pretend like nobody's there. That's mm-hmm. always what I say. Like, it, and it, hey, like if someone is making you feel uncomfortable, you tell front desk right away. I, I swear, like, mm-hmm. screw it. Like if they're making you feel uncomfortable in the gym, whether that's like they're glaring at you for too long or they're making comments or whatever it is, just tell front desk and they'll very likely get kicked out. The front mm-hmm. desk is, they're there for that reason, literally to make sure you are comfortable in the gym that you're paying for. So just do your thing, get in there. (laughs) I love that advice. I think it's, yeah, you just, you have to do it. Like you're exactly, I love that you're saying like, yeah, you're paying for it. Like you have every right and you have every right to feel comfortable, like doing what you're doing. And also like when you're focusing on yourself, you're going to get a better workout anyways, because exactly you're looking around too much, then you're going to be. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That's a really good point too. Like, and don't worry about what other people are doing because it's like, for the most part, all those people that are working out are also only focused on themselves. They're not worried about anybody else. Like there are going to be a couple weirdos. And if that's the case, you just snitch right away. No problem. Honestly. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I saw a guy dancing in the middle of the gym and you know what? Channel his energy. <laughs> okay. Good for him. Honestly. <laughs> Wait, that's so random. He had his music like, on and he was just sending it. Oh. Right, staring at himself in the mirror. And I was like, you know what? I love that. Love it. He was being like it. a probably like as non-gym normal as you can be. <laughs> And he was, I still, I still back him. Oh my God. I love it. No, good for him. Let him do his thing. As long as he's happy. <laughs> exactly. Um, I feel like that's all the stuff that I wanted to touch on. Do you feel like there's any other areas that we've missed talking about? No, I think that was pretty great to be honest. Perfect. So I'll ask you the last question. Okay. If you wake up and you're having a bad day, you're not feeling your best. What's the first thing that you do or what's something that you do to make yourself feel better? I definitely talk to like a loved one. Like I'll FaceTime my sister. Very likely I'll do that. And I just feel like, because also for me personally, like I live by myself and sometimes, you know, it can get lonely. And I think I just need to talk to someone, like go and talk to somebody, whether that's your friend or your mom or your sibling, like just talk to a loved one, ask how they're doing. And I, I prefer me personally, I feel a lot better once I talk to someone that, you know, I trust or, um, like a family member. So definitely talking to a loved one. Love it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Of course. This was a pleasure. It was amazing. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Come back anytime. Of course. (laughs) 